How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Friday, August the 27th. We are going to end your week off here with another full day of news. The first game we will talk about is Pokemon Go, because they have backtracked on their decision to reinstitute the pre-COVID distance requirements for Pokestops. Which is to say, before COVID, the Pokestop distance was 40 meters. During COVID, it was 80 meters, and then they were going to go back to 40 meters, but then everybody got very upset about that, for very justifiable reasons. And evidently, they were loud enough about it, because it's going to stay at 80 meters. Now, they haven't mentioned at all whether this is going to be a permanent thing, or if they're just doing this in order to let the backlash die down a little bit. But it should be a permanent thing, because it ended up making the game a lot more accessible for a lot of people, so... Anyway, I think it's a pretty cool case study of a community being heard in a positive way, and hopefully they keep that train rolling. Here's another change that's happening in a game with Overwatch. So you might remember that Activision Blizzard is currently in a lawsuit from the government of California for, you know, harassment and discrimination issues. And as part of that lawsuit, the company actually let a number of people go. One of those people was Jesse McCree who was the lead designer of Diablo 4, and also, coincidentally, the character in Overwatch named McCree was named after him. So because of the connection that was made there, they have announced that they're going to be changing the name of the character. They haven't said to what, but in any event, they made the promise that they're not going to name any more characters after real-life people, probably something they shouldn't have done in the first place, and we'll know more when they have a new content arc in September. Epic Games have announced a new interactive experience in Fortnite called March Through Time, which is a collaboration with Time Magazine, and they are basically recreating, like, a a museum, as well as the location in Washington, D.C., where Martin Luther King Jr. gave his very iconic speech. You're actually going to be able to watch that speech in full within the game. And anyway, again, I think this is just a super cool thing that Fortnite is doing. It's definitely not new. They've uh, had plenty of interactive experiences before. They've done, like, film fests and anti-racism presentations. And I think it's just a great use of their creative mode to actually turn this game, which isn't necessarily fully a video game, into something educational and positive and full of knowledge. The final preview has gone out to journalists for the latest game from Arcane Studios called Deathloop. So if you're invested in that game, there's a bunch of outlets that did some reports on it. You're welcome to take a look. Uh, I'm not going to give you anything comprehensive until the official reviews are out. But what I'll say is that the previews are looking very positively at the game. They were allowed to spend like six hours in the game. And there were people saying that they didn't like Dishonored, but they loved Deathloop. There are many people making connections to that game, to Dishonored. They liked the option of there being both stealth and guns ablazing. There was a lot of praise for the narrative mystery that was developing. Plenty of puzzles to solve, which you wouldn't necessarily expect from a first-person shooter. But also, like, a little bit of confusion. They're still trying to figure out what exactly Deathloop is, which isn't necessarily great. Uh, A lot of people were saying that when the trailers came out and when the game was announced. The fact that people are playing the game and they still don't know exactly what it is I mean, I don't know, maybe that's a good thing, but... In any event, there are titles from from outlets here that are like, you know, I played Deathloop and learned almost nothing. It was awesome. 
or it was not at all what I expected, or Games Radar even said, whatever you think this game is, you're wrong. And that's in the headline. So anyway, I love Arcane Studios. I'm, I'm looking forward to this release. Okay, and the last thing I want to mention is for the PC gamers. If you want to head on over to the Epic Game Store, you can pick up some free games. And I'm going to get it right this time. I know last time I talked about it, I was a week off. Uh, I have it in front of me. This is this, These are the correct games. So if you go there right now, you can pick up Saints Row the Third Remastered. And that is particularly uh, notable considering the recently announced reboot of that franchise. And you can also pick up a game called Automachef, which is a resource management puzzle game all about making a, a kitchen as efficient as possible, I believe. And then next week, you can go check out Yoku's Island Express, which is like a, actually a pretty unique game. It's a platformer. It's got some pinball mechanics. Anyway, uh, folks, that's all for today and for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to be back this weekend for some variety shows. I will be back on Monday with the news, as always. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hello, everybody. TGO After Show. Uh, super quick, I, I just got the news just now. Totally unrelated to video games, but uh, my university that I graduated from, Ryerson University in Toronto, Canada, much like Jesse McCree in Overwatch, my university is being renamed. So uh, it was named after a man called Egerton Ryerson. And unfortunately, he was very instrumental in the creation of residential schools, which in Canada were the systematic, basically an attempted cultural genocide of the indigenous peoples of Canada. And, you know, Ryerson did a whole bunch of other things besides that, which is why they named the, the university after him. But within the last couple of years, my school was like, you know, there was a statue of him and they were just like toppling it over. There was protests and stuff like this in order to change the name. And so now they have, and I'm glad they have because... That's a crappy person to honor. I'm not sure what the name is going to be yet, but we'll see what happens. Uh, anyway, that I just made a link there because of the Overwatch thing. Okay, you want to know what else is up with me? I recently got 100% of the achievements in Slay the Spire. Oh, and I'm so happy about this too. So uh, Slay the Spire, I have like, well, let's see. Yeah, I have 480 hours in Slay the Spire on PC. And I would say that, you know, I had about... 470 hours just a few days ago because I just put in like a sprint in order to get all of the rest of the achievements in in the game because I basically had already done all the hard stuff there's a there's a difficulty ladder in that game where they call they call it ascension levels there's 20 ascension levels and then each ascension the game gets gradually harder so I had already gotten the 20th ascension level on the main three characters which is all you really needed for the achievements. There's a fourth character, but there's no achievement for her. And so all I had left with the achievements were like these challenge runs, like beat the game in under 25 minutes, or under 20 minutes. Uh, beat the game with only five cards in your deck. And those were like, they weren't easy. And they were very luck-driven as well, but they were much easier than, you know, trying to beat the game on the hardest difficulty. So I just knew I needed to hunker down and do it, and I did it. Uh, over the course of two days, I got all of the achievements to say that I 100% of the game. So there you go. I can add that to my to my trophy list. And then now I'm like, oh gosh, I want to play the game even more. Like it's still so good. 
I'm even thinking that I'm going to like get it on the Switch or play it on the Game Pass on my Xbox or something and then just do it again. I want to just do it again. It's so good. So anyway, I hope you're celebrating with me in your home right now. (laughs) I'm very proud. Every time I get 100%, I get very proud. Somebody asked me on Twitter, um, you know, why do you do this? Do you you get happiness out of this? And I said, yeah, like, I mean, I don't have to do it for every single game. I do it where it makes sense, where it's possible and where I really like playing the game. But then, like, there's this huge satisfaction boost that comes with it. Like, I have the the full achievements for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and that still is, like, I think about it all the time. I'm so proud of it. I don't know why. So, anyway. So that happened today. I'm very happy about that. Uh, the other thing that I did was I tried to play the game 12 minutes, and oh my god, that game is so janky. So everybody said this, right? Like, the game came out and people were like, eh... Maybe don't play this one, which really sucks because I was very excited for it. And I decided to boot it up anyway. And this was my sequence of events, okay? The whole concept is you have 12 minutes, you're stuck in a time loop, a la Groundhog Day. And the whole point is that you have conversations with your wife, you pick up objects, you interact with things, and you try and escape this loop. Well, within my first loop, I picked up a knife and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I took that knife and I pointed it to the wife. I wanted to give it to her. And then the guy said, if I try and kill her right now, there's no coming back. And I was like, what? So then I did it again, and my dude just stabbed his wife. I was like, what the heck? (laughs) He just murdered her. And then uh, all of a sudden, he's like, the time loop happens for the first time. So he's like, oh my god, what just happened? I'm back in my room, and it's the same thing happening over again. And there was not a single mention of the fact that he just murdered his wife. I had no idea why they programmed this into the game. I had no narrative, like, what was his motivation for murdering her? I have no idea. I'm sure there is an explanation once you play the game more. But as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, you know what? (laughs) That's unforgivable. I mean, okay, maybe it's not unforgivable, but I was just like, if if I'm able to do this, I'm not going to enjoy this game. (laughs) You know, paired with what everybody said about it on the internet. So anyway, I think it's a great anecdote, right? Like, what a way for me to experience that game. But I'm also just like... Come on. (laughs) Okay, anyway, I'm out of time. Thanks for being here, folks. Uh, We'll chat tomorrow once again. Farewell. (laughs)